0: Welcome to another tale from Mark Moxon, the web's favourite travel writer. Today's tale is called Meeting the Orang Asli, and I wrote it in Malaysia on the 2nd of December 1997. I hope you enjoy it. It was two days into my six-day solo trek through the ancient rainforests of Taman Nagara that I came across the Orang Asli. Orang means man in its generic sense, hence orangutan or man of the jungle and the Orang Asli are the original inhabitants of the jungle. Evidence of their existence was obvious from the number of temporary shelters dotted around the place, mainly lean-tos with woven leaf roofs that could be lowered above a sleeping body to keep out anything except horizontal rain, an unlikely occurrence in the jungle. As I was nearing my final destination, Kuala Perkai, at least that's what the kilometre markers were telling me, the path suddenly disappeared into an almighty thicket, Normally this is down to a tree fall or bamboo collapse and most of the time it's pretty obvious where the path is supposed to go. This time it wasn't obvious at all. Hacking through the thicket, I felt the strange sensation that I was being watched. And sure enough, I was. There was this half-naked black man looking on with a serious expression. I suddenly felt silly and self-conscious. Here I was, a tourist with all the hiking gear and I couldn't find the path. I must have looked pretty stupid. Hello, he said, and before I could believe my luck at having run into the only orang asli who spoke English, I remembered that hello is the usual greeting in multiracial Malaysia. Hello, I replied, trying to look confident and in control. Koala Perkai, I asked, waving my arms around as if to say, where the hell am I? He pointed into the thicket, a trace of a smile on his lips, and resumed his task of chopping wood or whatever he was up to. I noticed that although his skin was pretty much the same colour as most Malaysians, it was possibly slightly darker. His hair and face were those of the Aboriginal Australian, with a frizzy microphone of black curls and a boxer's nose squashed into the middle of his face. It was such a shock after seeing only brown Melanesian people in Asia that I had to stop myself from staring. Pushing through the undergrowth, I spotted a roof. I couldn't be there already, surely, and the sound of children shouting and laughing confused me further. The ranger had said I'd be alone out here. It took a couple of seconds for me to register that I'd stumbled into the middle of an Orang Asley settlement. There were about five or six huts, made up of thatchleaf walls and roofs, and dotted about were old men, women and children, scantily dressed in looped sarongs. They all had the aboriginal features I'd noticed in the woodsman, and they all looked equally surprised to see me. "'Koala perk. I, I mumbled while they stared. The response was less than overwhelming. They had no idea what I was talking about, and faced with a village full of people gawping at me, my mind raced. Half-remembered stories of the first western explorers of the rainforests jumped into my head, and although I knew that the Orang Asli weren't cannibals, my imagination was more than willing to ignore the facts after hours walking through the jungle. The women jabbering in a nearby hut, stirring boiling pots of water, didn't exactly help to make me feel at home either. Kuala Perkai, I repeated, wondering if I was pronouncing the words totally wrong. Then I heard the sweetest sound. A young man stepped forward and said, Where you go? I could have fallen down and worshipped him, but instead I tried it again. Koala Perkai, I said. Then you go this way, he said, and started off down a path that led out of the village. The entire population of the village stood and stared as we wandered off, either because they didn't quite know what to make of me or because they knew exactly what to make of me and it involved diced potatoes and chopped onions. This way to Kuala Perkai, my guide said. I commented on his excellent English and he said he learn Ingris from my boss. He, Germany, he learned me Ingris. Apparently an enterprising German lived at the resort, had learned the Orang Asli language and now brought tourists to see various settlements out in the jungle. It seemed I was talking to his protégé. He bring tourists here, maybe five hundred in one year, said my guide. I learn him our language and he learned me English. Here, you go this way, about one and a half kilometre to Koala Perkai. I thanked him profusely, probably too profusely given my relief at finding my initial paranoia completely unfounded. But he seemed pleased enough, and after passing the sign that said Koala Perkai two kilometres, I thanked my lucky stars that I'd soon be there. And soon I was. This and hundreds of other travel tales can be found at www.moxon.net That's M-O-X-O-N This podcast was written, read and produced by Mark Moxon. The music was provided by the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com I do hope you've enjoyed it and I look forward to reading to you again soon.